Welcome back to the Pirate 30, where we go over all of your favorite ECU sports or 30 minutes or less. My name is Mason. I'm Jake. Let's get to it. Every single week, we're going to start doing a little segment called Highlight of the Week. This week, I think you guys all know what's coming It's got to be the half-court shot. It's got to be the half-court shot. It came up this past week versus Kennesaw State on Tuesday. We won the game 85-84 to off a buzzer beater half-court shot from Bobby Pettiford. We got to mention that before we get into anything else. I mean, absolutely ridiculous play. <laughs> ridiculous. Out of our out of our minds. One of the best plays of the that. entire week for like any sports. We made uh ESPN top ten. Yep, that's how that's yeah. how good it was. Yeah, I think it was number one, I'm pretty sure, but it was awesome. Should have been everybody saw the highlights. He hit the shot, the lights started bouncing on and off, the people were going crazy. We'll get into that a little bit more later, but we had to mention it to start off the podcast, start off the episode, our fourth episode, uh, or fifth episode to to begin to begin the series. But we're gonna get into uh football for a second and uh we'll get back to basketball a little bit later just run into the football game a pretty solid week good week offensively not so good defensively but uh there were some highlights to be made we're officially coming away from the season it was the last game of the season we're coming last home game and last game of the season yeah we mentioned a few weeks ago come out if you're going to be here because we knew it was over thanksgiving break there were some people in the stadium definitely not the most packed stadium in the world but some people showed up for the pirates last game of the season we went in 10 to 9 finished 10 or two or we went, we went in two and nine. Ten and nine would have been much better. Yeah. We went in two and nines. We finished two and ten. Yeah. So uh, definitely not the greatest season in the world for the Pirates. We've said that multiple times. But but I think this was a good game. Overall. Yeah, yeah. It was at least an entertaining yeah. game. It was way better. Because last game, you know. Wow. At least, I mean, yeah. at least we scored this game, right? Yeah. Thank this was God. definitely uh, Thank God. more of an entertaining game to watch. Yeah, that, sure. that Navy game. Uh, the previous week was uh that was a, that was a rough football game to watch. So even though we even game. though we ended up losing, this was definitely a step up. In yeah. a lot of aspects. Think, so. Yeah, but uh yeah, quick uh the game game overall, it finished uh twenty nine to twenty seven off of a field goal from Tulsa. We played Tulsa at home. Uh, they got the ball down in our territory, kicked a field goal at the end. We tried to ice them, didn't work. He nailed it. Uh, they won the game to both to finish off both their season and finish off our season. We headed into the game two and nine. They headed in three and eight. So not a game that uh, we necessarily were c- completely expected to lose. We had a chance the whole game. The offense was rolling for the first half. They definitely slowed down the second half. In the end, couldn't get it done. Wasn't a good defense. Yeah, it pretty much went how I was expecting at least because you know two and nine, three and eight. Those are the records. Were pretty even. I'd say not a lot so of blowout I, expectations. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it would probably be like a. A close game and then yeah. once it went down to it tulsa ended up kicking a field goal again you hate to see it come down to a field goal but um you know at least congrats a tulsa. yeah at it least very close. i think the uh, i think the off it was way more offensive dominant than we're used to seeing yeah i think both i got really showed yeah. out it was, it was really I'm, great i'm happy to see. to see that just to end i mean this usually season. it's been the defense that's been like you know the the star of the show yeah but uh the offense Highlight actually center. really really came out here and uh gave us a good game so yeah, I was I was really happy to see that. Uh, we yeah, like we said, didn't have the greatest defensive game, but we came out, we threw the ball, we got it down the field. It definitely slowed down in the second half. Flynn started to to uh, what's it called? Turn the ball over more. We had less momentum in the second half, but in the first half, we came out firing. So did Tulsa. That's why it was a really close game because uh, they they got past our secondary a lot. The running game specifically, their running back Anthony Watkins. Yeah, he came out he and was had tearing a, it up. Uh, yeah, he torched Absolutely. us. But both running backs, because Rajay had his best game of the season, wasn't even close. Before this game, his season high was 60, 62 yards. After this game, uh, Rajay finished the game with, if I look back, give me one second. Rajay finished the game with uh, 21 carries for 145 yards yeah. uh, to complete it. So when you go from a 62-yard high yeah. 
season high to 145 yards in a game. Tells you something. The offense, the offense, the offense is really showing out. Yeah, right? we were especially rolling. in the run game. We were rolling. Both sides. We talked about it. Uh, we talked about it a few weeks ago about how the pass game and the run, the run game, how about how they complement each other. Mm-hmm. This was a perfect example of that because Rajay came out. He fired to begin with. He was running the ball down the field. He's getting a lot of them were uh, outside outside of the box. He wasn't going as much through the middle, but he was running the ball outside. It was working. He was torching them on the outside. And then that led to Flynn bombing balls down the field. Eventually, that all slowed down. Rajay still had a pretty good second half, but they all started to slow down. And like I said, they complement each other. So when one starts not work, the other also seems to not work. Yeah, just another example of kind of like uh, starting the game really strong and then kind of uh, slowing down. Slowing down, but seems to be what what our. I think at least instead of the first quarter, like it's usually been, it's been, it was the first half. I think we had a really strong first half. I thought we had it. I mean, I feel like yeah. we, we we say that a lot when we start to take a lead, but it's that momentum. We go back to momentum so many times. It just feels like we have it, and then all of a sudden it gets lost. And we talked about when it comes to that whole complimenting factor, when you have a, a game-managing quarterback, because we don't we don't have a necessary star quarterback. I think everybody knows that. But when you have a quarterback that's, quarterback that's meant to be a game manager, not turn the ball over, just make the right plays in order to come down and get a win, uh, when you have a running back that's a star the whole game, that really helps with that whole game managing aspect. But when he starts to slow down, you need that game manager to make more plays. He couldn't make them towards the end, and that that led toward the loss. So that was hard to see. But yep, absolutely. I think uh, down when it came down to the end, I think we just kind of gave it up. But uh, I think it could have been easily anyone's game. There was yeah, just some the game, some yeah. big mistakes, some kind of a uh, questionable official calls. But uh, yeah, in the end. Congrats, Tulsa, for coming. Yeah, we can get into that interception later on. Let's run down the first half. We do need to get into that. We can run down. We're going to run down the first half. There's a specific interception we're talking about. But uh, Mm -hmm. let's run down the first half, and then we'll get into that because I believe that was the third quarter. But, yeah, that call was definitely iffy, but it is what it is. The game started off with the Watkins running, the Tulsa running back, Anthony Watkins, running a 46-yard rush on the first play of the game. That wasn't a good start. It looked like it was going to be real bad. We ended up stuffing them on a third and 12, and then they had a huge 31. That's the thing is – like they didn't, there wasn't even that many, at least it felt like intermediate passes coming from the Tulsa quarterback, by the way, a, a redshirt freshman, the Tulsa quarterback, but there was times where he would just bomb it down the field and he was just a wide receiver would be completely open. That happened at the beginning of the game for a 31 yard passing touchdown from the redshirt freshman uh, on a third and 12, which is rough. You, you stuff them. That's not, yeah, you never, you never like seeing it's that. It's not anymore. what you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> you get them to a third and 12. And a 31-yard passing touchdown. It's similar to like what we saw in the Alabama game this week when they got to like a fourth and 36. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you play good, you get on one of the last downs, and then they just bomb something. And it just it happens to work. You let it up, and it's just rough to see, but it is what it is. That yeah. Bama game was insane. The end of that game was crazy. But uh, yeah, you just don't want to see that. And then, uh, but Flynn came out. He started, or Rajay really came out. He came out with a 50-yard touchdown to begin the game, his fifth touchdown of the season, the only touchdown he had on the game. But, uh, yeah, just a hot start from him. Let's talk about the, the blocked field goal as well because our special teams defense has continued to just – Second week in a row. Right, yeah, second week in a row, blocked field goal. Yeah, so our that, our yeah. special teams defense is really killing it. They're coming out hot. Yeah, special teams is causing – they're, they're causing uh, a lot of turnovers, causing big things to happen. I don't even know how many times we've mentioned momentum on this podcast, but it can't. One of those are things. Those that are the things. Game. Those yeah, are, those yeah. are the things those are that game can't. Changers. Yeah, they, turnovers. Puts, yeah, puts thoughts Absolutely. into the sideline, makes them confident in themselves and their ability to play the game, and uh, that's one of those things that changes it. Sadly, it couldn't carry on to the rest of the game completely because after it's like we come back from halftime, we come out of the locker room, and we just yeah, it just it's like a refresh. Like no matter how much momentum we have going in, it just refreshes and and then we lose it. I don't know what it is. 
we got a, a there's something going on in that locker room at halftime that we come out and we just come out slow half the time. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah. But then we move on second half. Uh, let's just hop into the second quarter. Honestly, uh, Tulsa had a 33 yard pass pretty much the beginning of the second quarter that led to them getting the ball at the one yard line. Then they ended up running the ball straight in. Couldn't do much Which, about yeah, that. One yeah. yard. So, but uh, that also led to Alex Flynn rolling out of the pocket and throwing a 32 yard pass on what I believe is his best pass, yeah. his best throw of the entire season. He got out of the pocket. A lot of times when we've seen uh, ECU quarterbacks make it out of the pocket this season, they just tuck it and run. Yeah. And with Flynn, it usually ends up being like two. He or three ended yards. up making a great throw. Yeah, a ridiculous throw. Yeah, I was, was expecting. Awesome. I thought he was going to run. Yeah, I did too. Well, we he's like absolutely. Actually, I'm going to throw it this time. Whether it's him it or Mason. Out. Whether it's yeah. him or Mason, they just they always run the ball. I don't know what it, it's like. They don't look down the field yeah. after they get out of the pocket. So yeah, definitely great play play by Flynn to actually be able to look downfield in a stressful situation and find someone open. So make the pass. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was, it was a, yeah easily his best pass this season. He floated it to the end zone, and the the whole stadium. I mean, people that were, that were there, <laughs> the the people that were <laughs> the there, people were that were there, they were rocking. They were rocking after that play, though. That's the type of play we've needed to see all season. Like we said, yeah. It, a three-yard run is one thing. That's what they always do. It's been him and Mason. It's not just Flynn. Whether we put both of them in, it feels like when they get out of the pocket, they need to run. They don't look down the field to make something happen. Finally, man. And great play by the wide receiver. He was completely open. He made it past the secondary. So I was happy to see that. It wasn't like it was contested. That dude had some room. So that was awesome to see. Chase Sowell also had a great game. Just to shout him out real quick. He's been a star all season. Uh, a freshman for our squad. Uh, sitting right next to Jalen Johnson. He had another great game this week. So that was that was good to see. Another star highlight player. We hope he stays around, sticks around, develops with this team because the team could really use him. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely a, a shining light on our offense. We said it last week. Let's just mention again this week. And then uh, he had a 41-yard catch in the second quarter uh, after that touchdown. But before that happened, we had an awesome interception in the second quarter too. We did. Dude had bunnies. He jumped up. He had hops. Uh, he jumped out of the stadium to catch an interception. <laughs> so that was awesome. But uh, no, you love to see that though. Love turnovers. Yeah, we love yeah. Siobhan, them. Siobhan, Siobhan Revel. Uh, I think definitely his biggest play of the season. We haven't seen him at least since we've started the podcast. We haven't seen him make a play like that uh, yet this season. So other parts of that defense just standing out because we mentioned guys like Deontay Johnson multiple times. Uh, but this guy, yeah, no, he finally stood out, made a play. I believe number twenty six, but I might be wrong. But, uh, yeah, just great interception. Once again, momentum changer. Give the ball right back. And that was after we had scored, after Flynn made the great pass. Mm -hmm. So getting an interception, get the ball right back. But then, unfortunately, it. halftime came around, and we couldn't immediately nothing, keep up. Nothing. Yeah, it's just nothing. I don't know. But I, I said it's got to be – I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say it's a bad locker room. I'm not going to come out and say that. But, like – for some reason, we go into halftime and there's just no moment for it's not. I think it is kind of scary. how because we have to start again, kind yeah, of like yeah, it's like you just can't take a break. Back. I feel like if there was no halftime or this was in like a later quarter, like we would have kept it up. Yeah, because we were rolling. Starting and then all the of a sudden, it was up. like we have to go to locker. Yeah, room. but yeah. Um, you know, I, I think, think I don't know if it's also like I mean, again, it's you have to also look at it as like it's a two and nine team heading into the last game of the season. Like they know this is their last game. So it could just be like, all right, let's finish. Like, there's not a lot of momentum because they know there's not like a bowl game coming. It's the last game of the season, so that could be it. But yeah, definitely just it's been happening all season. But the momentum just slowed down. We saw Flynn start to make a uh, more mistakes in the second half. He made his first one, I believe, he threw his first pick, first pick in that second half, which yeah. led to two picks in total. He threw two in that second half. But yeah, I mean, in general, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even the offense. The defense, uh, you know, there was two pass interferences in a row. 
But yeah, that second one, yeah, I thought and he's was, one of our best players. Um, yeah, one of our best players, at least in the secondary. Uh, yeah, well, uh, oh yeah, well, it was Revel Junior. So yeah, so the, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, the same guy that made the interception earlier also got the two pass interferences in the second half. I thought the first one was like I, I was fine with the first one. It mm-hmm. is what it is. But then the second one was kind of like kind of iffy. Yeah, it was starting to become. Uh, like, uh, there were on. we started making more mistakes in the second half. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both offense and defense. It came from a guy that that got made a huge play earlier. Though, so I'm not. It's it's not. Terribly big deal, but also not something. Yeah, but it's worth see. mentioning, especially when we're talking about the second half. Kind yeah. of like more mistakes were slowing down a little bit. Yeah, even but, like though we were rolling into the half like with great like momentum. Also, we speaking really- of the refs though, and making oh. making calls, let's mention what we talked about earlier. I think that was an interception. I, I it was a close Absolutely. call. It was, it was close. I'm not going to say it was like a far well, away. Well, the thing was, it was ruled on the field as an interception. Yeah. And it was with, basically, yeah. it could have gone either way, but because it was ruled an interception, like you need beyond a shadow of a doubt that it wasn't one. Yeah. In order yeah. to overturn it. it. Well, yeah, to begin with, it yeah. was an interception. And I think it, it definitely could have gone either way, but because the ruling on the field was an interception, it's like, come on. You don't think like, that's something you, you can call back? Yeah. Not enough evidence to actually There's, call it there, back. I mean, yeah. you could definitely say like maybe it wasn't, but. There was still like doubt. Then. Yeah, when you make Absolutely that call, you doubt. need undoubt, undoubtedly evident or undoubt evidence yeah. that it is that on the field. But and that could yeah. have easily been like a game changer. Yeah, like you know, prevent oh, them, oh, prevent, them, yeah. pre- prevent them from scoring, and then we get the ball on our own like twenty. Yeah, instead of them scoring. So it was an insane play too. It was great. Yeah, it was yeah, it was, it was the best play of the game, and they called it back. But yeah, that's just not. There wasn't enough evidence to take that back. There wasn't, yeah. but. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Because they, they repeat that to you over and over again when yeah. things like that happen. When you listen to a game and an announcer talks about it, they say over and over there needs to be enough evidence to to call the play back to reverse it. And and I, I just don't I don't think there was. It cut, I don't it cut, think there it cut was, to the but, stadium, the fans in there, and they were, oh, they they were, were so pissed off. Yeah, they were screaming. They were screaming they some were things. They were screaming. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because they knew how big he was. It's things like that where yeah. you come out and the, the offense is ready to get back on the field and start rolling. And then you take them back. You say, no, you got to get back on the sideline. Yep. You put the defense back out there after what they think was a huge play. And then it's just nothing. But even but big... even though, you know, that is very unfortunate, we did stop them from scoring a touchdown. They had to settle for a field goal. We did. We, we did. came out. We came out probably pretty pissed. The defense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were probably like, are you kidding yeah. me? All right. Yeah. But yeah, but it's, it's just great. there wasn't a lot. Also, I, I, I don't know if we've mentioned this yet. There was a lot of interior uh, pressure put on the defensive line. We were. Yeah. Getting, he was we're, scrambling just up the middle. Yeah. Like almost all the time. That last drive. Yeah. It was like every was. single play on that drive. He was just like he would take so the ball and just run up the middle yeah there was we, no pressure. we were getting pressure on the edge the edges were the edges making were, it there. yeah that's yeah. why but the middle we was squeezing wide him on the outside but yeah there were the middle was just they were he had so much separation so he would just step up in the pocket run forward and just bomb it which is how they eventually beat us because on that last mm-hmm. drive he he stepped up into the pocket and just ran forward and threw the ball down the field almost every play it felt like and so yeah that especially in that i'm not going to say the whole game but in the second half and especially on that second drive or in that last drive yeah, the interior pressure just wasn't there. He was stepping up into the pocket and just firing the ball. That got them into the field goal range that they eventually kicked the ball from. But yeah, yeah, no, it was it, it was rough. But uh, not not the worst game in the world. Again, it was just happy to it see. Did, it really game. did come down to a field goal. Yeah, did, at, at yeah. that point, it's basically anyone's ball game. You're just relying on, you know, the kicker yeah. to actually seal yeah. the deal. And Mike Houston, after the game in one of the interviews, mentioned clock management, and I think he mentioned how he would have talked or he talked about making timeouts at certain other points in the game or towards the end of the game when that all happened. We tried to ice him. I thought maybe it would work, but it wasn't the hardest kick in the world. They well, got into really good. But the icing position. is very like it, 
it affects the mental state of it. It does, yeah. Well, I thought it might have worked. It puts more pressure on them. Especially when you're in that stadium final home game of the year. Yeah. But, uh, I, it, just, it came close. We came close, but mm-hmm. just couldn't get the job done. Flynn, like we said, second half, wasn't the cleanest second half in the world. Made some mistakes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't Overall, know. it's not like a terrible final game, I think. Yeah. If the Navy game was the final game, then that would be very upsetting. But just to, I think this came down pretty well. Just to prove it, too, because we keep talking about how they slow down in the second half. Tulsa had 239 yards heading into the fourth quarter. We had 160, so or passing yards mm-hmm. heading into the fourth quarter. So we started off the game hot, and then second half, he just couldn't get the job done. They were still firing down the field, and that led to them. In terms of passing yardage, there was a big block between our team and their team. But uh, Tulsa was just able to do what we couldn't do and just keep it yeah. up, keep going into the second half. Yeah. So. Oh, wait, I we can't we have to mention this too. We had we had a lead in the game. We had a lead in the game. It was when it was 27 to 26 uh before they kicked the field goal to win it. And we ran a trick play to Raji, Raji yeah. to yeah, to to because yeah, we, we had the lead. Yeah, yeah. all we needed was a first down in the game. I don't think it would have been iced, but it would have been pretty much finished at that point. We would have had they would have had a very small amount of Yeah, time we had the, the ball. Clock. What uh what yard line were we on? Were I, on a, I can't remember. It, it was, was around yeah. like. And all we needed is were were a few first downs, right? That was it. Basically. That was it. And Even just one would have ran out so we much. We decided to run a wildcat, which is like for no reason. incredibly risky play because someone else is taking the snap instead of the quarterback, which and yeah. then we fumbled, which is something that is probably pretty common. It just doesn't like make that. sense to me. Like to if run you wanna, like a trick play. Yeah. If you want to do it throughout the game at times to mm-hmm. to to gather yeah. some momentum, that's one thing. All but, you need to do is run out the middle, get yeah. a first down, when and you then you want to ice the and game. Then boom, and and you have, you have a running back that's running for almost that's running for 150 yards. Yeah, he was in the killing game. it. Yeah. And now you want to run a play like that? It leads to a fumble. There was just I didn't see a reason play, for it. Very saw, questionable play yeah. calling. There's absolutely the no there. reason for that. I, there, I, yeah, I just didn't understand it. It ended, and I was just like, "Why? Why would you do that?" Mm-hmm. That carried the momentum. That gave him the ball back, and eventually they kicked it to win the game. But yeah, there was just no reason for that. We haven't done that like all season. Yeah. Why now? Why in a season that's full of screen passes are we gonna do that to finish it off? I, I, it just made no sense to me. Yeah. Play the game safe. Finish I it off. You have a once again yeah. a game managing quarterback. It's one, it's, one of one of the only times I would have wanted a screen pass. Yeah, right they were throwing there. it all yeah, season. I'm just like, yeah. all right, you know, throw a screen pass. <laughs> Wildcat. I don't no, know. You know, just, just throw a screen pass. Just do please, it. Just do please it. throw please. a screen pass. But no, yeah, I, there was no reason for that. It's just... Yeah, you have a game managing quarterback that's mm-hmm. not that mobile, and you you just do a wildcat. You snap it to the running back because because Flynn was in on the play. They when they snapped it, it was a it was like a motion play where Flynn ran. They started off, they all ran to the right, and then they snapped it to him on the run, yeah. and it just yeah, it ended up in a fumble. There was no reason that that was a huge reason we lost the game. But um, there's not much you can do about it. Yeah. it in the end, just to sum up the game, we gave it up at the end. Final game of the season, gave it up at the end. Rajay had a great game, 145 yards and 21 carries. Flynn was 12 for 18 with 184 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. And their quarterback, true freshman, which, by the way, uh, or not true freshman, redshirt freshman, he had a freshman-to-freshman connection. He threw a uh, touchdown to his tight end in the end zone. Yeah, that, so, team, that team has a lot of potential. A lot of yeah, yeah, they got some stuff there. Francis was balling. He threw, yeah, he 37 passes, mm-hmm. putting the ball in a, in a redshirt freshman's hands and letting him throw the ball 37. Because so, yeah. we had Flynn throw the ball 18 times. So I think they, I, were airing, um, they were airing the ball out. I think I mentioned it earlier. Uh, like, I think that this was definitely not the worst game to end on. No. Even no. though Easy. we did, unfortunately, we, we lost. But it was a very exciting game. There were definitely points being put up. Both teams were, you know, fighting down to the wire. Ended with a field goal, unfortunately. But I think that this was a solid end to uh season because we we are now two and ten and i think a game that comes down to it 
and it's like really close. I think that that's definitely a plus uh, to have as the closing game of the season. Imagine if it was but, Navy. We end with zero points. Yeah, yeah. ten to nothing. How upsetting yeah. would that be? Yeah. But um, I'm glad. I'm glad we actually uh, the offense really showed out. I think this is one of their best games. I believe from all season. I would have liked some more. Like looking back, I would have liked some more uh, passing from Flynn in general. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I would have liked to see after this game. Yeah, he was. He was. He was only at eighteen. Like just looking back at it, seeing that Francis, their quarterback, had thirty-seven passing attempts in general, and Flynn only at eighteen. I don't know. I feel like we could have aired the ball out a little bit more. But uh, it is what it is. But yeah, overall, yep, two and ten, two that's, and ten. That's it is the football what it is. season, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Next week, next week, we're gonna do an overview of just the entire t- season in general, not long or anything, just quick. Mention the team, go over the highlights, talk about some players that we think deserve to be talked about, and yeah. uh, just give an overview of the season before we wrap it up in general. It's sad, it's over. It is. Yeah, but, uh, we will definitely get into some of that next week. But uh, I think it's time to move on to basketball. Yeah, we got some things some to talk about. Absolutely. So, so yeah, how about that half court shot? You know, we'll Bobby get we'll get Pettiford. into that game. We'll get into that game in a little bit, but uh still absolutely have to mention it. That was one of the best plays. Ridiculous. Yeah, we talked ever, about it earlier. Probably. But yeah, ESPN top ten. I can't remember exactly. Uh, we when said was the last earlier. time we made ESPN top ten. I don't yeah, it's been a it's been quite a while, especially for the basketball teams in mm-hmm. quite a while. But uh yeah, easily play of the season, not even close so far. If you saw do you see like the videos of the locker room of yeah. like all of them going crazy and everything? <laughs> That was awesome. It was awesome to see everybody on the court going crazy. Uh, I would have, I would have loved to be there. I wish I was, but we were not at the game, sadly. Uh, but yeah, that looked like an absolute blast seeing that happen in in real time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that guy's gotten so much praise all week for hitting that shot. Not only that, just a great game. He we can get into it, but he did it have a season game. high in the game. He had a great game in general. I think we but, should start uh, with uh, Georgia Southern. Yeah, yeah. But let's game. get into the first game. So we are now four and three, right? Four and three. Four and yeah, three, okay. four and three. After this game, we were uh, three and two. Because we went into the game two and two, we started off two and zero, had two rough losses, got into the Georgia Southern game. Uh, but it was at one we, three and two. We blew them out. We did, yeah. That's our best game of the week by game. far. We were up uh, 37-29 at half. Um, I'll talk about it more with the the game that we had lost this week. But with a lot of games that we the the wins versus losses, the the score at half changes a lot of it. Uh, in the games that we've that we've lost, we've been losing at half in two out of the three so far. And that makes a big when you when you come out at half and you have a lead. Yeah, we've talked Everyone about it. Feels way better when you when you yeah. have a lead coming yeah. out at half. Everyone feels good. They're just like, let's just keep it rolling. Yeah, playing with a yeah. lead is a lot easier than coming from behind. We've yeah. seen that this season so far. But yeah, 37-29 at half. We saw Brandon Johnson's return from a non-COVID related illness. Uh, after the he after the last two games, he wasn't able to play the last two games. He played the first two and we went two and zero. We saw his absence made a big deal on the court, and then yeah. he came out. Once again, another huge win, another not even close win. Like that's what we're seeing is when we win uh, most of our wins so far, three out of the four of our wins are blowouts. We're killing yeah. teams. And the one, the one was close that Bobby Pettiford hit the miracle, but in most of them, we're blowing these teams out. It's not even close. All right. And Quentin DeBougie had uh hit career 27 high. points. Yeah. Career high versus Georgia Southern. Definitely our biggest player. Uh, we talked about it when uh, Brandon went out last week that people need to step up and take that second role. Because I think we all feel RJ Felton's the best player yeah. on the team overall. He's but, you know, Brandon first. being out, uh, we needed someone else to come like take that second take, role. Take that second role. Yeah. yeah. We've seen a few people step up since that happened. Uh, Ezra Asar was another big name we talked about last mm-hmm. week. Another guy that's going to step up. But yeah, Quentin DeBougie, a big name. Career high, 27 points and five rebounds versus Georgia Southern on Monday. And also, RJ, RJ had a game himself, 19 points, eight rebounds. And Brandon Johnson on his return return game, he had a double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds. So it was good to see that. Uh, we hit 56% from the field, 46 from three. 
both great numbers. 70, 70% from free throw. We talked about that last week. One of the games we lost, we hit like 60% free throws. Yeah, we were talking about last uh, last week especially. It seemed like there was always one aspect that we were lacking in, mm-hmm. like whether that be threes or free throws. Um, but uh, this was a solid showing for yeah, all, all around. Just all, all around great percentage. Yeah. Also, something I was, I was really surprised to see from this game. We had 26 points in the paint, which is our lowest out of any game this season yet yeah, we still put up 82 points still blew the team out mm-hmm. so that shows you're hitting more shots from the mid-range hitting some threes from the outside it wasn't i looked at it there wasn't a crazy amount of threes but uh yeah definitely more mid-range than it was the the last few weeks i was happy to see that it's not just guys driving into the paint which you want to see you need to get those points from the paint but to see them and see that they're able to hit those shots from the mid-range was it was awesome to see i was i was happy to see that but yeah just overall as a team good return brandon didn't put up a lot of points on his return back but i mean i'm i'm not going to sit here and mm-hmm dog on any of that when yeah. you obviously that he needs game, to get, he's trying to get back into yeah it's coming yeah, off uh, back illness into, yeah so. also that gave quentin more chances that it gave him mm-hmm. the ball more it he really stepped up chance. especially yeah. we're needed in this time where yeah. he's slowly trying to make it back yeah so this isn't a team where it's like we said we think we know who our few stars are we said we think it's brandon mm-hmm. and rj as the top two but it's not a team where it's it's for sure. Like this is a race to see who's uh, the best on the team. Obviously, you want to see them play as a team. But a lot of guys are going to get opportunities. You just want them to to take take the rock and play with it a little yep. bit. And so, uh, that's exactly what happened. Great game overall. But let's get into this next one that was a little bit closer to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit more <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit more stressful, yeah, a little yeah. bit closer. Sweat inducing, if you want. Down to, to the that. buzzer beater. Yeah. We already talked about that. We'll probably talk about it more. But uh, we were down actually a half. Yeah, 47 43. Which is, you know, the only game we've been down at half that we win and we won because we won, but it was, you know, a miracle. So, again, we are down at half and then we come out and then almost lose it this time, but we usually do lose it when we're down at half. But uh, we did have a great ending to this. Yeah, yeah. They They hit a shot for what it seemed like the end of the game. I think there was around like 2.7 seconds left, maybe 2.7, 3.4, something like that. But um, yeah, they put the hands in, they put the hands in the uh, or the ball in the hands of Bobby Pettiford, uh, one of their best guards on this team, and he came out, put up 18 points, was a, which was a season high to begin with. Uh, had his best game of the season. Obviously, hit the huge shot at the end. You saw it everywhere on every social media. Everybody posted. ESPN sub dogs posted it, which I thought was pretty cool. Of course, ESPN shouted them out too. Which I really? yeah yeah if you go check well if you go check out the top ten they're like Greenville where you have sports and sub dogs we uh, have more than those two things yeah, like, but we appreciate we're definitely more than those we, yeah, we're we not just sub dogs yeah we're not just sub dogs <laughs> but do go check out the subs live show yeah definitely uh, ES, ECU uh, sports network our Instagram page uh, we run we run that as well so go check that out they do some good work over there every Thursday we do the subs live show mm-hmm. but um yeah so go check out that we got we got our buddy Maceo. Helping out with that over there. They got some, they got uh, interviews too. So they have people from all different sports coming in and talking, sitting down and subs to talk about it. It's a great show. But uh, to get into this game a little bit more, like we said, Pettiford had a good game. RJ Felton also came out and had a double double, 19 points, 10 rebounds. Good to see that. Ezra Asar, we said last week uh, when Brandon Johnson was out, he came in, made some plays for our team, yeah. even though we had some two tough losses. But he had 14 points, nine rebounds. He was also close to a double double. And, and uh, um, Brandon Johnson, yeah. you know, still trying to get back solid. Yeah, he hasn't, solid, scored, hasn't yeah. scored much since he came back, but yeah. you know, he's getting back to yeah, it. Yeah, he's still making some plays though. He's a good defender as well. But um, uh, we didn't say this last week. I wanted to mention this. Ezra Star had 24 points at a season high versus USC Upstate last week. So just to just to just to mention that as well, because I don't think we mentioned his name. No, we still we talked about him, but we definitely didn't mention he had a season high. So in games that we lost, once again, happy to see people step up make some plays when they need to be made. We did shoot 27% from three, which is definitely a big reason why we were down before the miracle. Definitely lower, but, <laughs> so, uh, 
that didn't help with it. And uh, we did say uh, we were losing at half in two out of the three of our losses. Mm-hmm. And this would have been another loss where once again we were losing at half if we didn't hit that miracle shot. Just, just something but we we had we had a god throwing yeah. it on half court. Luckily, <laughs> thank you, a thank god, you for saving us. A god amongst <laughs> men. A god amongst men. Yeah. But yeah, we were definitely lacking in the threes. Uh, th- this game at least. Yeah, we got to we got to raise that percentage up, and it's it's gone back and forth. We don't. It's not every game. It's uh, one game we'll have a solid game from three. Other game slows down a bit. But, Free throws were looking nice. Though. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I was happy to see that. We had 42 points in the paint for this game too, compared to the 26 in the first game. So we were getting down in there, getting down yep. in there a little bit more. So now we can't work up know, front. But coming off of uh, a great win, uh, one that came down to the wire, we also had a pretty bad loss, unfortunately. Yeah, but, but that was know, that was two, the best two, team we played all season. The George Mason two Pirates. and one on the week is yeah, and they're really good. Yeah. Um, and two and one on the week is not bad, especially when uh coming we off play, we two. played pretty great like the other two. Especially the first one, but yeah. this one was this one was pretty rough. But yeah, uh, yeah, the boys yeah, came in against uh, their biggest competition of the season, the George Mason Pirates, that are now five or George Mason Patriots, that are now five and one uh, after this game. So yeah, they they're definitely our, our our biggest competition, and we didn't exactly play up to it. RJ Felton had his roughest game of the season so far, two for ten, five points. So uh, yeah, it wasn't too good. Brandon Johnson, one of the high scorers in the game, 13 points, four for 12. So he started to get back. Scoring it's good to rise, see Brandon Johnson starting to get back. Towards yeah, the end of but the- not very accurate, but sorry, it's just like uh, it was rough. We were down 26-17 in this game in the first half. We went on a 9-0 run to tie it at 26-26. I thought yeah, we that, was, that was good. Yeah, I thought, okay, good. Let's lead this. Let's the get into the started. half with a lead. But, but we see that the uh, the offense kind of started rough. But then once it went to the second half, the defense was kind yeah, of uh, yeah, they just up, gave so it up defensively. We couldn't have both like working great at the same time. Yeah, but, but it was yeah. we were down at half. So you know, as we know that that's that's not good. Yeah, you know when we come out down, um, usually end up losing back, so yeah. far. But uh, we just need to play yeah. with leads coming out. That's pretty much it. Like that's yep. what I've learned the most is that this team. Coming out down, it's not terrible. Like most of our losses have been close. Mm-hmm. Like the one of them last week was 83 21 or not 83 81, something like that. So we yeah, had another it was really, really close. close. That one, one went down to it. Yeah, oh. it was something like that. It was between like four and six points. Yeah. So we're, we're this is the only blowout loss we've had all season. Outside of this, it's close losses or blowout or blowout wins. But we, yeah, we just need to come out leading. But I think if, half. yeah, especially if we just come out firing in the first half, then some of that momentum will just kind of Carry go on. in, like naturally go into the second half uh, because, you know, we're up and everyone's like excited. They're like, let's keep going. Let's keep these uh, points going up. Yeah, so. but we just can't. We had we had some runs. That's the thing we did have about some runs, this game yeah, is especially. we would have runs. I guess a good team nonetheless. Yeah, like the, the, yeah. These guys really knew how to play. Yeah, so, um, so I've got a lot of hope for this team for, yeah, because we've we've obviously, it's been weeks and weeks of mentioning the positive things we can take away from basketball or from football. There are a lot of good things we can take away from this basketball yeah. team. This is a solid basketball team. But uh, yeah, we went on some runs and then they would just take it away from us and we would have a completely cold streak. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that 9-0 run in the first half, I really thought we were going to get it going. We couldn't carry it. Second half, we just completely gave it up and we ended up losing the game 81-59. to So yeah, that was rough. Over 20-point loss. But um, it is what it is. We That easily, when you look at the percentages as well, not even close to our worst game of the season. 34.5 from the field, 30% from three, and 61 from the free throw line. I think that ties our lowest for the free throw line, if not 1% off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we just got to get back to it this week, get the momentum back, get some wins. Uh, and so, yeah, just to lead into that, or just some overall notes for the season, RJ averages 20 points per game, 7.8 rebounds, and he still averages two steals a game. 
Uh, so he's he's festering them on defense. Brandon Johnson now averages 15 points per game and seven point uh yeah and 7.8 rebounds per game on the season. Uh, but yeah, we're down in at half in two out of the three losses. So that's the biggest takeaway we got for this yeah. team this week is that lead the lead the game. We need half. we need to be leading going yeah. out of the locker room in the second half. So carry that lead. Playing mm-hmm. with the lead is a lot easier than playing playing down. Definitely. So uh, yeah, that's basically the what we got looking into this week. Let's mm-hmm. but speaking of looking into this week, yep. let's, let's go into up. what we got this week. Let's see what's coming up. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, exciting stuff. We got women's basketball at Wednesday at 11 versus Hampton. Education. That is also the Education Day game. We also have women's basketball Saturday at 2 versus Copen State. We got men's basketball versus UNCW at 7. You can listen to all of these games on 94.3, the game. And then we also have women's volleyball. And they made it to the National Invitational Volleyball Championship. They have it Friday Friday at 6 p.m. versus Citadel versus the Citadel. That's such a weird name. (laughs) Like I can't. It's the Citadel. I don't the, Citadel. Yeah. the Citadel. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. This has been the Pirate 30. I'm Jake. I'm Mason. And we'll see you in the next one. Bang. Bang, bang, bang.